0: Welcome to the Super Facts Show on the Super Facts Network, featuring St. Laz, who also hosts the popular web series, Gem Pop, and music journalist Mark Walter Ward. They have discussions about hip-hop, culture, society, philosophy, and everything else. Now available on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts. What up, world? It's your boy, Mark Walter Ward, Super Facts Show, Super Facts Network. Today, we got Henry Arts with us. Now, brother, before, well, first of all, thank you for your time with the on want be rude. How you doing? What's going on? good, with you.
1: I'm blessed, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. How
0: about yourself? How you doing today, man? Sure. I mean, I can't call it up and say I love everybody and I love life, to be real with you. But yeah, I right, Okay. So,
1: so that's the attitude to have in order to stay blessed, bro, for real. Appreciation goes a long way, man. Gratitude means everything. Yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, I ain't gonna front like I'm all like noble with the humility of my virtues. I, I just, you know, I, I reached an advanced age and I learned that complaining don't do much good. And, and I'm a pra- and I'm a pragmatist, so I figure I try the other side of things. You figure them.
1: That's real talk. And life is a work in progress. It's never go we're never gonna
0: figure it out
1: exactly, but. As long as we get through each day with a different understanding and a positive
0: outlook on it, then we win it. No doubt. And shit, before we before we got on our affirmation slash Confucius shit, I was gonna uh, finish introducing you, but I I ain't know if I should label you. I mean, obviously you're a musician, no 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 doubt about that. A songwriter, story man. Um, but but do you consider yourself more a rapper or a singer, and if it was a singer. You know, you, you got an acoustic version of uh, I believe Revival. And, and bro, like it almost reminded me of like Protest right there. Yeah.
1: Um, see, I like the the genre that I'm trying to create myself is called RNG, Rhythm and Gangster. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trying to i I'm trying to uh like brand a brand the whole genre that you know, the Mo3s, the Rod Waves, the Derez, the Shines. You know, those guys that really have a vocal, have vocal
0: abilities. The Rod Waves, the Derez Deshans, okay. I see you I see you. He, you know he, I mean I mean we'll we we, we do not dig in the crates these days, but okay. Shout out <laughs> to your shout out to your music knowledge. Okay.
1: Yeah, Those up. guys are the closest thing to what
0: I'm doing,
1: you know, in, in hip hop history. And you know, though they they paved the way they did their thing, you know, Drake opened the door for for melodic hip hop. You know, got to give him his flowers as well, and you know, it's just one day at a time with it, man. Shit. Those guys open the door for for a nigga like me to do my thing and be accepted in this industry. So I'm branding it R and G, Rhythm and Gangster.
0: You feel like you 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 accepted in this industry? What 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 what? That's a strong statement while being kind of vague. What what do you mean by that? Um, You know, nowadays it seems like
1: hip hop is kind of turned into like a, a send off fast movement and nobody really talks about the, about the withdrawals of all of the fucking drugs that they pouring down your throat in every verse. Nobody talks about the. The, the other side of the turn
0: up, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. Not not only do I know what you're saying, like if you listen to my show, that's something I talk about frequently. I, I got I I refer to that as the bad of all evils. Like, like like people tell you about the good of all evils, like these mansions they purportedly get or waking up in a Bugatti and and all this other shit. But you know, I've I've been behind that G wall. I I know mad people to die been around with somebody got their motherfucking brains put on the sidewalk, all that type shit, been stabbed yeah. them, had the and yeah. uh just or, or, or even shit like, you know, when you hustling and, and and you dirty and you see a cop who ain't even thinking on you, but he's two lanes over, the whole time that motherfuckers in your eyesight, you couldn't have a fucking heart attack. So 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 mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But but but, but 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 people don't make music about that shit. I mean they used to cause like you yeah. know you you know you know like like even like I feel like this is happening with black lives matter, but like corporations getting the shit like gangster rap, which is really societal commentary, and then it turned into like this like, oh my god, white America, look at these savage black people aren't they entertaining yeah.
1: exactly, and that's the fucking cycle that has been going on forever, man like the culture, the culture has always been interesting, and you know for us to. Like, hip-hop is always giving people a safe visual entry into a very grim, unsafe environment. So that's why, like, suburban America and, you know, that's why the, the young white kids love this shit because they can hear about what we're going through and not have to duck bullets, you know what I'm saying? I mean,
0: somewhat, but, you know... That, that statement was true as fuck in the 90s and a little less true in the 2000s, a little less true in the teens. And these days, man, like, like you know, the secret is, is it gun- guns, crime, gangs, none of that shit has nothing to do with being black. It has to, it has to do with being poor. And, and now there's all these poor places in America that's full of white people. And guess what's happening? Motherfuckers are joining shit. gangs. Motherfuckers getting tattoos. Motherfuckers poverty, is shooting at people. So so so, has no color. So, so 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 now so now bro, they can actually they used to be able to relate to the defiance of the music, but 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 they can actually relate to actually what's going on in the music because they they, they got ops. You you feel me? But the
1: main consumer is those fucking is, is who I'm talking about is the is the young white kid that that has a fucking full ride scholarship here and has never seen a shootout and his mom is a fucking registered nurse and his dad's a lawyer and he just loves hip-hop and he never has to deal with the shit that we but those are the main consumers of that shit like of oh well, the-
0: bro, bro that, those are just associate paths who enjoy looking at animals in the mm-hmm. zoo fuck them you know what i mean I mean, I guess, I, I guess they're good for buying concert tickets and everything, but fuck them. They'll never understand. They'll never get it. Yeah, they'll never get this shit. That, that, that's why they never have long-term, you know, uh, musicians that they're passionate about. It's just the, the, the next spectacle.
1: That's a fact. Word. That's a fact. That's a fact. How long you been doing this shit, bro? I
0: mean, I mean, I... I, I I was standing, I'm from the D.C. area, and I was standing outside rapping and shit when I was 13, when it got too dark to play basketball. And I was a cat, you know, like, reading the source, uh, every page of it, even the little underground shit who I never heard of, and other people probably never did hear none of them, except LP, I guess, and Farrah Lunch, Um, reading the liner notes. And then, you know, I ended up doing a lot of time, and um, when when I came home, the blogging era was popping and I tried before I, before I went away. I, I had made some headway into being an artist, but when I went in, I had I had hair down the middle of my back bra- braided on some straight pimp shit. And when I came out, I had a receding hairline and shit. So, uh, you know, I, I got a pretty nasty record. I ain't never gonna get no job. So I was like, let me see if I can make this blog shit pop, cause all these I I. I I love the music so much. When I came home, it blew my mind. I could just download all this shit I used to have to hunt out, right? Yeah. And, so I, and so I read the articles, and I know some of these cats. And uh, the shit they were saying would just be wrong and shit. So I was like, I could do a better job than this. So I started my own little blog, and within six months, I interviewed Bum B, uh, put out a, a mixtape that was like the first shit they had, uh, <laughs> Freddie Gibbs, um... Chance to rap a fat trail uh pill that ended up being on made back music.
1: Congratulations, man. Congratulations to you on your success, man, and coming home and hitting the ground running, man. That shit is not easy to do. Bro. Oh no, no,
0: no, no. There was hiccups. I dealt with addiction and all that shit. Like when we get to music, we finna get to talking. Cause uh I, I went down I went way down your Spotify playlist, but but I appreciate the sentiment. You know, no, no new charges in ten years. Uh, I'm, I, I'm 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 California sober for ten years too. You know you know yeah. what that means.
1: That means that you ain't you smoke a little weed, but you ain't fuck with no other shit.
0: Or or or, or uh, you know psychedelics in a therapeutic matter.
1: Yeah 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 the natural shit.
0: Yeah, or, but you know also like under the like I, I ayahuasca ceremony under the auspices of a shaman, or you know like microdo- microdosing mushrooms or acid. That's determined by my body weight. Not that that's yeah. something I, not, not that that's something that I do frequently because uh you gotta be a, a couple high, higher tax brackets to do things like that regularly.
1: Yeah, that shit ain't a, that shit is not uh cheap. But
0: you know, well, I, I not... live in Florida, so you can go to them doctors, they'll automatically prescribe you anything. But but it's really mm-hmm. a hustle. It's just to keep making you do office visits where they hit you for like 175 each time. And 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 that shit would go much better towards my kids, you feel me? That's a fact. All right, so look, so look, bro. You know, like uh, I, I mentioned, I mentioned in passing before we even get into revival, the song is, as far as the meaning of the content. Man, I really love that acoustic version. First off, please give that uh, guitar player his flowers. What made you want to do that, and uh, how people received it? You know,
1: I've been getting such a great feedback from the acoustic version because you can hear like. The re- well, actually, when I first met Kendall, the guitar player, uh, our first conversation was strictly it was about addiction. Like, you know, we was linking up on, on that level, speaking about our our, uh, our, light, our likeness in addiction. And then, you know, he was just like a low key guy, you know, playing the piano, playing the harmonica, sitting outside this spot. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I think we can make some pretty dope content. And then I let him listen to my song. And I'm like, man, you think you can catch those chords? And he's like, man, yeah, that's easy, bro. And then we sat down and I had my videographer there, man. And um, he's so fucking dope that, you know, he... That, kids, that was but, one take, Jake? Yeah.
0: I kind of thought that. Because uh, yeah. I, 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 I heard you, you, you didn't get off beat, but you got more on beat as it progressed. You feel me? Exactly. cause it was like. Live,
1: you know what I'm saying, and I love that about it. That that part of it made it so natural and so real. That you know, some words I had to leave out because I couldn't fit it in, like I did in the studio, where I'm punching and shit like that. You know, breath control and all that. Yeah, I got you. But I like the acoustic version better
0: than the real version because
1: it's just realer. Well,
0: I mean, they both the real version, but I feel what you're saying. So like, yo, bro, like like like, it's pretty safe to say. You know I've struggled through addiction and everything, and uh, you, you you don't got too many cut cards. Like 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 I can be uh pretty direct in the, in this conversation.
1: Yeah, man, that's all I'm about, man. Speak to me with the truth. I ain't ain't no sugarcoated shit, cause
0: life ain't sugary, you know. Well, well, I mean, this one's probably gonna be more of your truths, unless you have any questions of me, which I'll be more than happy to answer. But in revival, you know, uh, content-wise, you uh spoke about addiction and uh so i can infer that, that that you had an addiction and if you don't mind me asking cuz again i'll be more than happy to tell you mine uh mine was cocaine after alcohol and uh for a brief minute um i don't even know what you call them but you know like Xanax and shit like that like you know the, those pills yeah. I, I forgot the, uh, yeah. the, the 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 genus form but uh, i think, well, they, I
1: think that they might be barbiturates i might be wrong though
0: that, that's what i thought too but you know i hate i hate to get shit wrong Well, if you don't mind me asking, what was your BOC?
1: My drug of choice was Percocet. Uh, any opioids. Period. I never drifted off into heroin, but shit, I might as well have the way I was fucking with the perks.
0: You know, I, 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 I I, I caught that, and I knew it was an opiate. But A, I was curious if you perceived it as such, and then, uh, you know, B, I I can tell that you ain't never fucking no heroin, bro. Like that, that, that shit, that shit leaves a mark on you. You know, yeah, exactly.
1: That. And uh, I mean, everybody, everybody kind of sees Percocet as like just a cool thing to do, but in real life, I kind of try to like to view it as heroin now because of what it's done to me. And I went through the withdrawal stages of that shit, and even after withdrawing and dying off that shit, I still fucked with it again. And it was just like, you know, that's just addiction, man. It's a very tricky a cunning disease, man. And it'll, it'll make you feel like you have all the reasons that, you know, you'll make a hundred excuses as to why you need the shit and why you do better with it
0: when in reality... Or it don't even be no excuse. It might just be like, yo, I want to stop fucking throwing up.
1: Exactly. I want to stop getting the shakes. I want to get a good night's rest. I want to, you know what I'm saying, stop being so moody. It's a lot of different things that come with it once you start.
0: Man, I, I I ain't trying to dominate, but if you, if, you, if you uh give give me some uh, runway, I, I got two things I want to say real quick. You know that 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 first website I spoke of, the blog that I interviewed Bumby and Freddie Gibbs and that other people and released that. Uh, at its peak, I was getting almost one point five unique million views a day, and uh, at, at the time that I stopped doing it, I was getting about five hundred thousand on on the weekdays and about 125,000 on, on the weekends and the relevance is I felt th- I started feeling guilty because I had mad partners to come into opioids and the blog was called Drink and dank so so I just stopped it and then the second thing is speaking of them withdrawals like I said I ain't never much had too much problems with opiates I was more of a stimulant guy myself but uh when I was living in an apartment building there was a lady next to me who was hooked real bad on pills but in addition to like you know like uh, addictive pills, she was very knowledgeable about like supplements and uh, o- OTCs and mm-hmm. and even like she 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 had antibiotics because like you know th- 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 this was like a a hard scrabble apartment projects, so sometimes people couldn't afford the clinics and they can get antibiotics from them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, drugs uh,
1: are drugs, bro.
0: And uh, so I had a real bad headache. And, and and I ain't noticed because I I didn't know the signs because like I was coming from the hood and I was coming from prison so I wasn't real hip on pills so I couldn't tell that she was real fucked up off the pills I just thought she was drunk a little bit and instead of giving me the migraine pills she gave me a, a I don't I don't know about I, I ain't hip to the numbers like that but she gave me a real strong dilated which is apparently like a, a, a opiate and and I swear to God I I, I I went through withdrawal on something I only did once for like like literally like four days flat. Everything they talk about, shitting, throwing up at the same time, not being able to sleep, hot, cold, one part of your body hot, the other part cold, and 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 that shit is no motherfucking joke.
1: Man, that shit hell on earth, bro.
0: Word. And so, like, I really appreciate it. you know one thing. Like I said, um, you ain't never really answered the question about the rapper or singer. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, she's a singer. You know everybody's kept the tradition of music to dance to and music to make babies to and music to get married to they've kept that going well but uh they ain't kept the societal commentary what's going on i mean i can make names t- countless they ain't kept that tradition going very well and maybe that's because that's what the record company released or i don't know you know that far be it for me to give them the reasons but we need more songs like revival you know
1: yeah yeah and that's my mission uh, and the fact that uh, me and my team workaholics, man, we uh we got the bag, so it's like they can't stop us as long as we promote it and push it. How we're pushing it, somebody's gonna hear it and it's gonna resonate with somebody because there's more people out here dealing with this shit that I that I went through than than not actually. So it's like you know somebody's gonna feel this shit and hear it.
0: Not many people are. You're right, bro. Um, just out of curiosity, you know who Devin the Dude is. I'm sorry. Just out of curiosity, you know who Devin the Dude is, the rapper?
1: Man, that was one of my favorite. That's one of my
0: favorite rappers. Really. Right, I know. So let me ask you this. For about ten, fifteen years, right? Uh-huh. every time he put out an album, it, it it did very decent sales numbers. It didn't it didn't rule the world, but but it made a very nice profit, right? Yeah. And that's because he was making music that many people could relate to. There was nothing that was above or below somebody's means, you know. He had songs for people who didn't like their job. How many people you know don't like their job? Way more. Way more people than you know. The guy that got bricks coming in, fucking the the port or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like music like yours, you're right. There's an audience because people want to listen to music they can relate to. They don't always want to listen to music about people that's doing better than. Them.
1: Exactly, I actually got a homie that was telling me like, "Man, bro, I love your music so much, but you know I can't listen to your shit before I go to the club. You make me feel like I'm uh, yeah, I can see that. (laughs) You kind of make me feel convicted, like you give me a you give me this like, damn, I shouldn't be doing this feeling. (laughs) And I'm not trying to judge nobody or no shit, man. Like have fun, man. There's a million ways to have fun." without fucking your body up, you know what I'm saying, and fucking your mental up. And, you know, I just want to get niggas to understand that, you know, everything that glitters ain't gold, and they're going to tell you that they pour the foe, and they're going to tell you how much they like this shit and how good it makes you feel, but ain't nobody going to tell you about the other side of that shit. And, you know what I'm saying, I think that's my calling, that's my purpose in this thing. That's why I'm here. I'm here to really open the door and be honest to niggas, man. Because this this game has been 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 saturated with lies and and it's talented people out here that have went through real shit. And I fell victim to a lot of rap culture and what niggas was saying was cool. And I was popping pills because Future was saying this, what he was doing, and I got on the Zans and the Ling and uh, and all of this shit, you know. And in my hood, the pills wasn't prevalent. Like, where, where I come from, it was usually the crack, heroin, you know what I'm saying, coke, goddamn uh, weed, liquor. Those was the drugs in my neighborhood. Then I moved to the suburbs, and the white boys had the pills and the soft coke and, and like, the fun shit that everybody else was, that, that, I, that my homies at the crib would be like, nigga, I know you not fucking with that shit, but I was away from the crib. I had made a new set of friends. I'm in the suburbs and shit. I like you, to you get high and, and, and,
0: and you drinking, I guarantee you was drinking. Be, all them parties yeah. got, got mad drinks so that lower your hands. Bruh, I, I grew up in the hood, right? And the first time I ever did with soft coke was I got real drunk at a white party. And that and that it's that, that it's, it's that it's that fucking and, juice. And then you see you like mad motherfuckers doing it and they ain't turning into the bias and shit
1: exactly everybody doing it we getting drunk now i could drink all night off the coke and we could do our thing and you know what i'm saying <laughs> like Work. that's what it is that's how it goes you know what i'm saying i had a cocaine stage in my life too and i think that i was a little bit more functioning off the coke because uh you know i was able to keep it i was able to keep it cool it wasn't an everyday thing for me but once i jumped into the opioids—it was an every single day, all day
0: thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. I, I know you've said this before uh, on 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 other platforms, but can you tell tell me about when you um died off the uh? Or I guess you did die off the fake Percocet. Yeah, that I was Clinically, did I, I coded a
1: couple times? Uh, I, mean, I thought I bought a
0: regular Percocet.
1: It was a fentanyl pill. I popped it. I was feeling regularly groovy at first. And then like it went from like regular groovy to super intense. And then I went in the bathroom to try to get myself together. And the next thing I know, you know what I'm saying? I was waking up on the back of an ambulance and I'm, I'm trying to fight the EMTs and shit because it was just shocking to me. And then they had to, they put me down again. And then I, was, I ended up being on a ventilator for like four or five days. And then when I woke up, they they brought me back to um I looked, I realized I was harnessed down. They had me chained down. They say I was trying to put up a hell of a fight. And um yeah, that was a wake up call moment for me because uh I didn't realize what I was doing. I, I didn't realize how dangerous that shit was. And then this fentanyl shit hit the ground and they putting it in everything. And I didn't even realize what fentanyl was. And, man, that shit is, man.
0: It's the devil.
1: It really is, bro. It's
0: why we got to teach our daughters to really watch their drinks.
1: Really, real talk, man. And it's dangerous. And a little piece of that shit goes a long way. And they put it in my perk. I thought I had it in perk 30. I popped that bitch. And God be the glory. I woke up from it, but yeah, you know, I had no heartbeat, no pulse, no breathing. I was clinically dead for about a minute.
0: If anybody listening to this is unaware of what, of what fentanyl is, I encourage you to look it up. It's F P T A N Y L cartel. And many other people put it in in all forms of drugs to make it seem stronger because it's so cheap. Uh, it's so potent. The police officers have literally died by de- from dealing with people who were undergoing fentanyl overdoses just from touching them and getting the sweat in their pores. So now there's like a mandate that all police officers that deal with fentanyl users have to wear have to wear surgical gloves. That's how strong that shit is. So yeah, fentanyl's no 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 joke. So if you you know I man I mean I, I I ain't gonna lie. This has been one of the most stimulating episodes I have. So it, I, I ain't trying to hold you up too much. So if you don't mind, we run through a couple of your songs, and I got some. Uh, uh and all these are on Spotify. If anybody wants to hear any of these, go check out Henry Arts on Spotify. Spelled just like it sounds: H-E-N-R-Y-A-R-T-S. Um. So on, on the next song, 2020. Um, I'm not gonna say that this was mu- this was the the over overwhelming theme, but some of the things you said about it um made me curious about your attitudes um well clearly you had to had to deal with death and uh you know you don't say it like it's no cheerful shit but you also kind of and this could be me projecting but it seems like you're a little bit past resigned and accepting and, and i'm curious you know i'm someone I've, I've lost many friends to to violence of all sorts and, and uh a- anything that could help me do better with it, I'm, I'm trying to hear. Do, do you have any advice for people who, who dealt with a lot of death?
1: Um, See, I'm still kind of suffering from or grieving in a way from a lot of people that I love. Like, I lost one of my best homies in my arms. nigga came through shooting. I don't know how he missed my big ass, but he hit my homie a couple times. He died in my arms. Rest in peace, trail. Uh like, I lost a lot of people, man. And by me having a voice, I've sang it over 150 funerals in my lifetime. Like, I have a stack of obituaries about this thick that say Selection by Henry City you know what I'm saying? Of people that I love and care for. So my best advice to you is to understand that, you know, with life, there's death. And I wholeheartedly believe that there's something after this because in my experience, on the other side, I was more comfortable than I'd ever been in my human life. And uh, you just gotta have faith that uh, it's not done after this. and there is something after this, and you know everything happens for a reason. and through those deaths, through and there's stories to be told and there's lives to be saved and you know there's things to be said, you can learn something. Uniquely different about each tragic death, you know what I'm saying? If you really put it under a microscope, which can be traumatic, but you know, I advise you to do it, man, and and just take it on the chin and accept it for what it is, because one day it's gonna be your turn, and you know, it's never gonna stop. Death is inevitable, and uh, we just have to learn how to accept it, grow with it, grow from it, and wait our turn.
0: Do you know where I found some solace is uh, I, I figure that a, a lot of death comes from misinformed children. And uh, I, I, I try to teach my kids, you know, I'm not Islamic or anything, but the whole principle of tithing is, is basically about giving back to the community. And I, I want to make sure that they feel an impetus, a compulsion to do stuff to improve the quality of the world. In, in 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 simple matters that eliminate death, like maybe they're not going to, you know, volunteer, you know, like ceasefire gang operation. Right. But they can make donations for clean water in Africa. They can make donations for mosquito netting. So kids aren't dying of malaria. Yeah. So so I, I've tried to find some solace and maybe I can do something. To, even if it keeps 50 people alive from from all three of my kids doing 12 and a half or whatever the math would be. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, that's a fact. And that's a that's a blessing. And, a, and for that seed to even be placed in your head, it kind of gives me a depiction of your spirit outside of anything else that you can say to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you give a fuck. And that right there is the main thing. Just the fact that you give a fuck is going to go a long way, man. And I, I salute you. And your, your fight, your struggle against this shit. And, man, that is what's going to win the race people like you who give a fuck and people who need you and people like me and you know one day I'm gonna be a mega millionaire. I wanna have more money than what I can expect. And um that's my charge. My my charge is to save and change lives. So I know that I wanna get an abundance because I know what my responsibility with that abundance is. And I feel like you're in the same boat. I feel like to see and hear your heart I know that it's a reason for you being on the platform that you're on and speaking to me because I'm no regular person, in my opinion. And I know that you're no regular person because we're sitting here having this conversation. So it's like these are the link-ups that might change the world as long as we go about
0: things accordingly. Yeah, man, I I couldn't say it any better myself. So moving on to proof, you know, again, this is more like instead of an individual lyric, I kind of took a theme from it. Do, do, do you feel um some, because I ain't going to lie, I do, because, you know, by by the grace of God, but but go out. Do you feel any survivor's guilt about your uh friends slash family members who are incarcerated?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I did a little bit of time, but I never did no joint. I never went to the joint. I did a year in the county, in uh, Cook County Jail. I did a year in Cook County Jail. And then I did, like, 18 shit, months. Shit. Of that. That,
0: that's no picnic. Cook, it, cook, nah, County. if, cook County's infamous. Man, if if nothing else,
1: that's the bad food, right? Yeah, man, the food ain't shit, but I was good. I was getting a little bit of money before I went, so I was able to eat how I wanted to, but what they give you ain't right, and it's a lot of motherfuckers in there hurting. And, uh, yeah, the fact that I made it through that shit, I do kind of have a little survivor's remorse, you know? Because I've been on the same mission, same shit with some niggas, but I got such solid homies, man, that they never fold on me. And, you know, I take care of them. I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? I, with proof, I actually did a whole campaign where I, anybody who sent me their people's JPay information and showed me that they downloaded the song, I was shooting JPays off for Christmas. I sent out about $5,000 in JPays. To strangers because I know that those quarters, those fifties, oh, that, that went a long work. way.
0: That, that went, way. went a long way.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So like I I, I I try to give back to niggas that the world forgot about because you know people make mistakes and when you judge by your mistake, like you said, like motherfuckers can, can pay their debt to society, come right back in society and society treat them like shit. And now we right back in the same situation. I was just blessed to have a talent and a team behind me that believed in me and was investing in me to get me to the next level. I was one stop away from a life sentence, man. I'd have been charged with all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So I made it through that. And it's for a reason why I'm able to, you know, I feel like I'm the voice of those guys. And, you know. Uh, I'm praying for my boys and it ain't over until it's over. Even when them people say 50, 35, 15, 70, 60, even when they say that shit, it's still hope, man. Things change every day and I try not to give up on my niggas and I pray and I know that and they were coming men in there, man. They, they, I know a lot of guys grew up in that system and I got a cousin. We we a look, what, look what
0: Larry Hoover did.
1: Exactly the Chair my chairman, that's my chairman, so it's like he 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 inspires me in many ways and it's a six ass shame they won't free that man because in real life at this stage in life, he deserves that man he old oh man, man, let the man come and enjoy his last couple years of life. And, you know, they just know the impact that he's going to make positively. Now you're
0: appealing to decency, bro. He might be an old man, but he would still have a political power base. So and, they don't give, they a do they, they exactly. give a fuck about decency. They give a fuck about preventing that political power base from forming.
1: Exactly. They do not want that. They would rather give a pardon to Lil Wayne and Kodak Black instead of giving a pardon to, to the chairman or somebody else that really has a voice in this shit that would have made a difference in our communities.
0: Of course. I mean, no. don't we want to encourage young black men to uh, carry pistols in areas where they get mandatory sentences? Like, you yeah, know, let's yeah. show there's not too much consequence to that.
1: Yeah. While, we, while we
0: release music about not being caught laughing. Exactly. Which, which, ironically, is is mostly coming from New York, Atlanta, and Los Angeles. Whichever, whatever you may feel about politics, liberals do not like guns. And those are places where you go to jail if you get caught with a gun. But they sure release a lot of gun fucking music and book a lot of gun music artists there. And that's I don't think that I, I don't think that's on accident.
1: It's not a coincidence.
0: It's a trap, man. It's a, it's
1: totally a trap. And um I'm 32. So now I see past it. They're not gonna catch me in no middle of no bullshit, you know what I'm saying? I live in Georgia right now, specifically for the gun laws. That is my main reason why I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, music, and the leniency on the gun laws, because I got to carry my pipe, man. I'd have been through a lot. And, you know, just because I'm changed and I'm a family man, now, I used to have this reoccurring dream, man, that I was walking with my kids, leaving church, and a motherfucker did something to walk right up on me and shoot me in the face, bro. And it was a reoccurring dream over and over again. I don't know if it was just stress or whatever, me just overthinking, but I can't I can't go outside without my gun, and I can fight my ass off. But where we come from, bro, like niggas ain't fighting. That be that be
0: irrelevant till you get in a uh, Cook County, like you
1: said. It, exactly. That's it. That's the only time when fighting matters,
0: bro, because a
1: motherfucker's trying to kill you, man. That's it.
0: Yeah, I, I got a little bit of knowledge about the shot. So let us you know, you said uh um you could have had a life sentence too. So uh on, on and I don't want again, I don't want to project too much and I definitely don't want to be on no condescending shit. So I ain't trying to make assumptions. But on no, a tightrope, it like like I, I had a feeling like not like it was dangerous music, but you was conveying danger in your life. And and was that like a uh like, like, like a, a allegory or a metaphor of the type, or of, and this is what I don't want to just say as a black man in America, but, you know, as a man in America, that in and of itself is, is dangerous, but, you know, Boy, I, man, I gotta man. I gotta bring the black part in because the police force there is uh, by far one of the most dangerous for people of color in the whole country.
1: I said, I got 20 bands on me but I still can't smell. Just living's worth more than living a lit lifestyle. Prescriptions for the pain. Take it easy right now. I'm trying to stay sane, but it's really like how. Put that feet in your shoes, realizing why your feet hurt. I had to cut some niggas off, but it's a blessing. It could be worse. Cut the ties, take the losses, that's all I say. May the bridges, I burn simply like my way. And that in itself, like, that says it all. Like, man, I, I was up. I had 20 bands on me multiple times. But I still couldn't fucking smile. Because I had to look over my shoulder and watch what the fuck was going on. You know what I'm saying? Just living happily is worth more than living a lit lifestyle. I would have traded the bags I was getting and all of the shit that I had coming in to be able to live peacefully and fucking operate a forklift. And, and just thinking about it, like, man, that shit, bro, rich in, in finance is not always rich in spirit. Like. I'm happy as hell right now. My family, I got That's my boys, I got my babies, I got my life, I got my own crib, my own car, making the best music of my life. I'm on my way. Things are happening for me great. I don't have to look over my shoulder. I'm not selling dope. I'm not doing none of this shit that I was throwing rocks at the penitentiary. And now, I can say I'm happy. But when I wrote that song, I was still, I was still in a place I was still in a place where I was trying to figure myself out, find my way through this shit without getting lost in the songs.
0: Now I, I can dig it, bro. Like, um, my my whole life, I mean, I guess this could be smart ass or whatever, but when, whenever anybody asks me what I'm looking for, I always say confidence, security, because whatever else I might be looking for, if they just haven't have the answer to that, fuck what I was looking for beforehand. Period. So then, on the next song, uh, "Rearview Mirrors," this one, I'm a a, a a lyric really grabbed my attention. And if I didn't get it quite right, forgive me. But it's it said, uh, "Open up your vision; you can't see what's in front of you." Which you know, that by itself, like when it was coupled with the other lyrics, you know, it was well done and profound. But but just the sentiment of that one specific bar, did you think people overlook what 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 the universe or God or however you? you you know, the listener would look at it. Uh, do you think they 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 overlook it? Because one of my big philosophies in life is that not only do people tell you who they are, life tells you what to do. Motherfuckers that, just don't listen.
1: That is a fact, bro. It's right in front of you. Nine times out of ten, the answer,
0: the correct answer,
1: is right in front of you. But we blur our vision with doubt and drugs and pity and self-esteem Spect- And issues. spectacle. Spectacles, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like right. not to interrupt you, bro, but like you talking about people telling on themselves. Yeah. R-, R. Kelly came out with AJ nothing but a number. And I ain't trying to disparage T I love his music, but he's accused of sex trafficking and all this shit. And when he first came into the game, he was with the pimp squad flick. Exactly. You know. So I mean like, I mean not saying that I mean, but I'm just saying things
1: yeah, that make you go get We get ahead of ourselves, man. You gotta sit back. Yeah, I like to look at shit in the third person. I like to write and listen as the listener. I like to kind of, man, if you notice, the feds is doing all of the rappers. They fucking these boys' careers up. Pooh Shiesty's sitting down right now in a fucking UUW case in Florida. And the man is at the peak of his career. And the feds got him. He can't get a bond. They don't want him to come home and make no music because of what Well, that's cuz the
0: UUW was was while he was out on bomb for shooting somebody in a, on on camera supposedly.
1: Yeah. But then the person that he they said at this club they're saying that they came to court and said no he never fired at me. The whole witness recanted the statement and said he never fired at me. And they still held him, and now the feds got him on a federal hold. Well,
0: oh, now I'm saying what regardless of whatever he did or not, now in the feds' eyes, that's because you already know, bro, whether he did that shit or not, it could be 10 million witnesses that recanted, but when the feds read that sheet, that's all they're going to see. That's all they see.
1: That's all they see, and then they come in for they Now they, now he got an answer to them. Because, I mean, now bro, we're bro,
0: we, we, we too real with each other, man. We ain't going to talk about how it's supposed to be, because I can tell we both already know how it is. Exactly that how it is, it's fucked up. Word. And in real life, it's fucked up. Even
1: if Shorty did go in there and blow and do all that shit, if, if it'll be a different story if it was fucking Justin Bieber doing that shit. Or shit,
0: yeah.
1: it'll be a whole nother fucking ball game. It's like motherfuckers they see the impact that these young niggas be making and they like, fuck that. They got too much power, they got too much influence hold his ass until we ready to do what the fuck we want to do with him. Be your, don't be surprised if you don't see Pooh Tricey for two years before they even say shit to him. Bro, look, look, look what
0: they let Conor McGregor do that he ain't really get no real charges with. They're like, Imagine if Floyd Mayweather had done that same shit, slapping motherfuckers' cell phones out their hands and all that. Because it was like a five-year run. They was pressed to give him a charge in Las Vegas. And he said real? they're bringing that mad money. For real? Yeah.
1: It is a double standard in this shit, bro. It's a blessing that,
0: you well, it's, a tri- that. it's a triple standard now because a lot of these people want to show because you know they run for office, right? And they don't yeah. persecute a black people so hard. They looking for the great white defendant just to show that they keep it going both ways. You yeah, know
1: that's that's fact too, though.
0: Yeah. that's fact too. Now, I mean, not 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 to say that you know, like white people got it so bad or anything, but no, I mean, like, you know, like like you know what I would be telling you know white people who who try to push back on some of this shit. And I, I I I I I tell them like anything that's happening over there will eventually happen over here, just like vice versa. So all the shit you didn't like, you see what it's like when it's coming home to roost. And I tell people on the other side, you create these weapons like like the shit they're gonna do to the January 6th people, right? And those yeah. motherfuckers is wrong as shit. But 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 they gonna pass a, a law where they can treat domestic terrorist specialists that de- domestic terrorists the same way they can treat international. Terror, terrorist suspects, which is like that fucking Guantanamo Bay shit. And yeah, so, yeah, really. they might they might use that shit on Trump supporters at first, but you don't think they're going to be right up in the hood with it or they're going to be right up in the barrio with it. You know, they, that, they they all of a sudden we all going to be domestic terrorists. Exactly. You're going to be a domestic exactly. terrorist for making a song that's too outrageous. Exactly. It's going to be like handmaid's tail out this bitch.
1: Exactly, bro. It's a fucking, this shit chest,
0: not checkers, bro.
1: And you know they fifteen steps ahead on that shit. All
0: right, and I got one last question about. Well, I got two because you know we got we got to do the, what's coming up next and everything. Well, on the false gods song, you know, obviously you was talking about materialism a, a lot. But what other things do you view as false gods? Because like I take it to mean you don't mean false gods like 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 like, like old Greek gods you're worshiping. You're talking no. about things get in the way of your ability to serve the Lord.
1: Materials. Uh... Anything that anything that you give more praise to than your creator.
0: What about pride? And do you ever do you ever think again too proud of you with your music?
1: Huge false God. Pride is my biggest idol because I'm a proud dude. And that shit used to get me almost locked up because a motherfucker couldn't say to me two words I didn't like without me attacking. And that is something that it, I had to work on and mature on. Um your name, like just like the the how much emphasis we put on our name is idol god, like you know.
0: Uh, who, yeah, I, I see what you mean.
1: Right, like, uh, it, it's so many idols out here, bro, and everybody has their false god. And you know, I know I said we love our false gods, we love our false gods. I didn't try to make it different than me and you. I I I accepted that I have false gods and idol gods too. That. Like, I fucking, that I got to deal with every day, and I, I I say, uh, it's like I'm stranded, pray to condemn myself, don't, pay to condemn myself, don't understand it, the shit God gave us free, we take for granted, humans are a cancer to the planet, you know what I'm saying, it's like, the shit that God gave us free, we don't even expect, love it, like,
0: nigga,
1: I, I like fishing,
0: I know what I you like, mean, bro. I live in Florida, and I've only seen the sunrise
1: like three times. That shit is beautiful. We take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? Because we so p- f- focused chasing the idols and the shit that we give power. Man, when there's powers to be outside of our understanding and beauty right in our face that we do not take advantage of. And we need to... It, 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 that's a message of mine, man. We got to start taking taking these things that were given to us for free and and admiring them and cherishing them instead of overlooking them because we'd be too fucked up to even pay attention to what's going
0: on around us. Word. Hey, I know, I know, I know what they say about unsolicited advice, but th- do you mind if I give you a piece of advice?
1: No problem, man. I'm listening.
0: If you're ever on that journey and you feel that you've strayed too far, remember the goal of the journey is to you know basically live a, a, a sin-free life which you know only one person's ever a, ever you know made it all the way there so, Jesus Christ. so as long as, as as you're on that as, as you strive to remain on the right path of that journey that that intent counts way more than than that ultimate success of the journey so right. you, you you know that like like you said everybody slips up but as long as, as you keep the intent right 95% of the time, you'll get to where you need to be.
1: And I believe that wholeheartedly.
0: Yes, sir. All right, before <laughs> we get out of here, uh you mind dropping your socials and uh, what to be looking out for? Yeah, I'm,
1: man. I'm Henry Arts, um, Henry Arts Official on Gmail, just like it sounds, H-E-N-R-Y-A-R-T-S Official. That's on Gmail. And I'm Henry Arts on Facebook, um, Henry Arts on TikTok, Henry Art's everywhere, man. So just Google me if you get a chance, if you guys fucking with my energy. Um, I got a lot of great music coming. Uh, I got some heavy releases coming in the near future. I'm going to drop something next week that I think should take the game over. I got some features with some very well-named artists. I don't want to put them out there right now because I I know my label going to be on my ass about it. But, man, just stay tuned. Uh, I pray that y'all rock in and lock in with me and know that uh, it's not a waste of y'all time.
0: And I'm giving y'all something different. Henry Arch. Hey, brother, that was truly profound. I appreciate it. And man, you take a light and have a good night. Man, you have a great night, bro. I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate your struggle. And uh, hit me up
1: anytime, man. You know, if you got something going on or you feeling away or something like that, I'm going to open
0: here, my nigga. I ain't never know. 2 Hollywood ass, dude. Just get up with me, bro. Well, I, I post music on a top website, so I'm gonna hit you up about posting up all your releases. I'll hit you up on IG. Gratitude, bro. Pretty much love to you, bro. No doubt, man. You have a good one. Peace.
1: The Super Facts Network, home of Jet Pop, S C E and the Super Fact Show. Now available on
0: YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts from. Come check out St. Labs, G from the Shop, and Mark Walter War.